I'm Jason. I'm Gary. We're the uh, Portland Tim Beers. We talk a little bit about soccer, beer, and whatever else. That's right. Tonight, we're going to have a little bit of skiing. Yeah. Ski fever. Perfect time for it. It is. It's snowing everywhere but here. It's coming. It's on the way. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> Going south already. Well, uh, we started the evening uh, with a test drive in the Tesla. Yeah. Uh, part of that had some Black Widow. What would you think of the Black Widow? Black Widow is actually very, very good beer. Yeah, not too shabby. I'm pretty impressed with it. Yeah, a little uh, dark, a little light licorice, um, and pretty balanced, I thought, for this year's. Yeah, yeah, it, uh, very good. Very so, good beer. on tap like for that. next week, I have, for Sunday, yeah. a 2017 Black Widow, and then I have the 2018 Black Widow, and then I will have my Black Widow. Oh, wow. Bunch of spiders. So, we'll have to see how it goes. We'll have a vertical tasting. Why not a horizontal? Uh, because I hurt too much in the morning. <laughs> Carpet burns. <laughs> oh, boy. So, uh, well, by week, Timbers had a week off. Yeah. Uh, next week, we play RSL on Sunday. Hmm. That throws a kink in the podcast. Kind of does, doesn't it? Yeah, what time's the game? Do you remember? I do not. Yeah, we're going to look at that because that is interesting. But we, that's that's a home game. It is a home game. Yeah. Yeah. Cameron gets back from uh, San Diego for water polo, and then he's going right over to the game with us. So it looks like it is a two p.m. game. So we should be. Oh all, yeah, we should be good. Ten twenty-one. Yeah. Yeah, we should be good. We're golden. So <clears throat> yeah, I'm either going to be really pissed off or I'm going to be really happy. <laughs> No two ways no. about it. Pretty no, much no in between. Well, pretty much defines the podcast, right? Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> definitely. So um, this is like mystical, like magical. I'm roaming the dark forest. Music. Yeah, I'm just waiting for Harry Potter to walk out and <laughs> use his wand. This is fantastic. <laughs> I'm like, where's the tree goblins? Yeah, or uh, you know, Sleepy Hollow. Being rode down by Malfe- the, the headless horseman. Why does uh, Sleepy Hollow always have to get rode down? Why can't you ride it up? Hey, you can do whatever you want. <laughs> I hear that person uh, gives good head. Who? The headless horseman. <laughs> <laughs> no? No, he takes good head. Oh, he takes good <laughs> 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 It takes it to a new level. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So, uh, what do you think? How are we gonna How are we gonna close this bad boy out next week? Oh, God, I don't know. We got to get a win. Um, if we can continue to play the way we just played, yeah. that would be fantastic. But two weeks off, yeah, and it the consistency thing is, I, I haven't seen it. Um, we've seen a lot of change ups. We've seen a lot of personnel swap outs because either red cards or yellow card accumulation or injuries or this or that so we we really haven't seen a super consistent lineup um so it'll be interesting if we actually see that in this real salt lake part two 
Yeah. <clears throat> so what do we see? The evolution of the 4231. Yes. So we'll have to see if he brings that back out. If he does, I'm sure Petkey's had two weeks to make some adjustments. <laughs> so we'll see how that looks. Right. Um, I don't know. I don't know what to think. I just know that um, we looked pretty good in that game, and they didn't. So Beckerman didn't get any extra more, extra uh, time uh, off. Time off. Especially for his two wrestling moves, which I didn't catch the first time around. Right. So he had the one uh, headlock where he rode somebody down into the grass, and then another one where he had arms up around the head, and they didn't give him extra time off. Huh. So thought for sure we would see that, but whatever. I'd rather I'd rather bring them full and everybody gets played, so we know what to expect. Exactly. Versus you got some intangible, some hungry kid that plays out of his mind right, right. So. playing the guessing game on how to control him. Yeah. yeah so cool well that's all i got about the timbers man so unless you got anything nope that's it that's all, all right got. move on october fest oh yeah. friday night you ready oh yeah how's the beer uh i don't know i haven't tasted it i brought one over to taste and is that what that bottle is yeah oh i thought it said uh part two or uh, <laughs> no, it's white got stout. A, it's got a big O on the top. Oh, O on the top. Big oh. O on the top. Well, I saw the label on it. I was three. Yeah, me it's because I ran out of b- bottles. Oh well, I've got three cases. You're freaking taking home tonight because we've been talking about it for a while. Hey, no problem. So, um, and I think that leaves me two cases. So, and then the two kegs. Yeah. Unless you need a keg. Nope, don't need okay. a keg. I haven't even used the keg I've, yeah. I've got yet. We're so. gonna get you. a we got to do that. I'll, I'll get into that one of these days. But Well, that's cool. So um, I got a really weird guest list. <laughs> <laughs> that could be bad or that could be good. Well, every year no I'm like. No idea. So we get around this time frame and it's like weird. There's high school football. There's a bunch of crap going on. Oh, yeah. There's a ton of stuff going on. Yeah. Everybody's busy living life. Yeah. And um, so you just don't know how many are going to show. Yep. Right. But yeah. so I over invited, and then I was like, "Hey, well, what about this person? Hey, what about this person?" <laughs> so and pretty soon there's like four or five different circles of friends that I'm like, "Sure, this, this could be a really weird mix." Like hey. some of these people haven't hung out with each other before. Yeah. <laughs> So, well, so today I threw it out. Make new circles. Today I threw it out to the Summerlake crew. Yeah. So Nikolai and Oleg. Yeah. Lauren. Okay. And her roommate. Yep. Um, Who else? Golish. Yeah. But I guess his wife's having some sort of procedure, so. Oh, boy. May come. Okay. Uh, Andy's out. His dad's in town. Okay. Uh, I threw it out to Sean Berry. Have not heard back. Right. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, we're... So that's that crowd. And then we got our regular crowd we roll in. So yeah. Andrew, Tiff, you, Lyman, me, Deb, Trang, John. Trang, John. Yeah, that crowd. Yeah. And then I threw it out to Tobin and his wife. Yeah. Threw it out to Eric Pedersen and his wife. Yeah. Threw it out to Eric Thornborough and his wife, who you haven't met. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't know that name. Yeah. So pretty cool guy. And who else? There's a bunch of other people, dude. <laughs> like that text stream you guys were replying on? Yeah, that was it. No, that was like 10. 
And then there was like another 10 and then like another five. Oh, okay. And then there was the Facebook messages I sent out as well. (laughs) So so this thing could be epic. But I'm thinking, I'm like, we have 10 gallons of beer. Yeah, it's a lot of beer. Yeah. Like, we're going to have issues. No question we got a lot of beer. So I decided, I'm like, because last year, do you remember the entertainment that we did? Yeah. And I can't drink like I did last year. I know you can't. That's the problem. Right. So. So, I mean, you can have a couple and call it good. Usually I'm good for at least a couple liters, but uh, <laughs> not anymore. No, you get a couple and nurse them down. <laughs> hey, anybody need a ride? Gary's the Uber. Yeah. I'm, I'm the designated. Uber duber. Uber duber driver. Um, so, came up with three games this year. Yeah, I think I saw that on the thing. that. The, uh, Best later hosen. Yep, I think I got that one nailed down. Yeah, I think so too. I'll probably be having the only guy in later hosen. Not next year, baby. I'm getting mine from Germany. <laughs> Bringing them right from Germany. It's where mine were shipped from. I know. I've almost bought the same freaking ones, except the ones with the grain on it, the brewing ones. Yeah. But Debbie's like, no, we need to get them while we're there, and then you need to wear them around. Yeah. And so I think Andrew may have a pair. Uh, he doesn't. He doesn't. No. Um, he went when he went to his this little trip that he he and uh, Tiffany just went on. Yeah. Um, their friends from Germany gave them some stuff to wear for Oktoberfest. Oh, but they don't own any. Interesting. Yeah. So the pictures you see of of Andrew and Tiffany in their their dreidel and their Lederhosen are from their friends that that uh, had some that that lent it to them. Okay, because I was like, I bet he shows up. Because we asked him about that the other night when we were over there. Um, I think it was last night. We were walking by, and they just happened to be out, and they invited us in for a quick drink. Mm -hmm. And uh, we asked him about that. It's like, well, do you have authentic Oktoberfest wear that you're going to wear to the party? They're like, no, but we... We had someone we were over in Germany that our friends lent us. So, ah, well, well, you may be the only one this year, dude. That's good. Then yeah. you get the prize. Can't 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 lose when you're the only guy wearing them, right? Yeah. Well, so because of that, I was like, well, we got to have a couple more. No keg stands. Keg stands are outlawed this year. Yep. So I was like, what else can we do? Well, you got this the Stein hold. So I need you to bring the Stein. Yep. So. I'll bring that. Because I've got two, you've got one, so that'll yeah. get us three-way. And then... Um, what the heck was the other one? The fastest fastest beer chug. That's what it was. Yeah. Fuck that. <laughs> We're going to have people passing out. Well, it's just the fastest, so... Yeah, but the fastest of a liter? No, no. Oh, okay. Just a standard pint. Standard pint, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so you're going to have people passing out on your right and left. <laughs> doing a liter of beer for speed. Yeah, well, let alone the vomit... Oh, God, gotcha. yeah. And all that. So, no, we'll just go a liter. And hosing people off out We'll back line them up and, and call it good. <laughs> yeah. So, And I figure that the margin should go down fairly well. It so. should, yeah. yeah. As long as it's good. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't tried it yet. <laughs> I know. Like, mine's light and drinkable, so. We yeah, can... my, mine's called Flatliner Oktoberfest. Flatliner? Yeah. Nice, dude. Yeah. Good pull. <laughs> yeah. Single meaning. Pretty uh, dead in your eye. Oh yeah, it's no. dead in my eye. I mean, it it was brewed during a heart attack. Yeah, that's so. right. Flatliner. Well, so got some games, got some peeps coming. Cool. Got some beers. Now we got to talk food. Yeah, that's going to be a challenge this year, I think. Why? Um, 
I'm gonna have to probably try and pull four full eight-hour days, which I have not been able to do at work yet. Yeah. Just so that I can cook on Friday. Oh. Because I usually do the chicken. Yeah, you do the chicken, and then you talked about doing pretzels. I with talked about doing green. pretzels too, and and I have not. I haven't got a recipe researched yet. I just I've been wiped. Do you want to use my bread work. maker? Uh, we might. You know, I think that might work. Uh, but I've got to find the recipe first. Okay. And then uh, if it works out right, I've actually got some of the the grains from the last Oktoberfest that we did. Right. That I can use part of that grain in that recipe. Yeah, that's uh, if so, you want to use the bread maker, let me know. So, um, yeah, I've got to get all that figured out here in the next day or two. I'm going to so. try to get home around two. I'm thinking I'm going to work some long days myself. Yeah, and I think it'll be a good time. So I asked everybody to bring a so- side dish. Yep, I saw that. So we'll see what everybody comes up with. We had a shit ton of food last year. We went through a lot of it, though. We went through a lot of food. Because I brought over two trays of that pretzel-crusted chicken. Yeah. And it was all gone. Yeah, no, that was good stuff. It got cleaned up. I think all your brats got cleaned up. Brat got cleaned up. And I bought less brats this year because Debbie told goes give me a hard time. Yeah. And we got more people coming, but... Yeah, we'll see. So we'll see. I got to go buy kraut, and I got to go buy... I'm going to pull some brats just... In reserve. Yeah, I gotta get some kraut too. And then I got, uh, I've got the cast iron uh, skillet ready to rock for that kraut. Oh yeah, I did that last year. Yeah, that was so flavorful, <laughs> <laughs> dude. If you good. have not cooked sauerkraut on cast iron on a barbecue, you gotta do it. It's legit. It tastes so, so good. Yep, legit. <laughs> So, yeah, so it should be a good time, good party. So those that are out there that were lucky enough to score an invite, uh, congratulations. Uh, Those that uh, think they may want to come, reach out. Maybe I'll say, hey, come on board. (laughs) Come on board the Great Roller Coaster. Because this Oktoberfest is going to be unhinged. Strap in, boys (laughs) and girls. Strap in. So, uh, and I got the German soundtrack ready to rock, too. Oh, nice. Yeah, we're ready to go, man. Nice. Um, let's see. Oh, and I guess there were some others that have other stuff going, like Molly's not going to be there. Yeah, she's going to be, well, she's got her birthday or something going on, right? Down in. Yeah, something's going on. Something. I don't, I don't think something it's a birthday. Somewhere. Yeah. And then there was a couple other people that had other stuff, but. Yeah. That's why I kind of expanded the guest list, and I may have gotten a little too much. <laughs> but it was we'll cool. We'll see. Um, so Pacific Growlers on ten twenty four October 24th. I saw that. Having a rogue-sponsored pumpkin carving night. That looks really fun. I don't know if I'm going to make it. Really? I'm going to try like hell to make it, but... Uh, it's 6 to 8, dude. Yeah, I got, I've got cardio rehab from 5 to, you know, from 4 to 5. Oh, yeah, well... And then I'm stuck in traffic for a good half hour or more. Well, you know where we'll be. So Nikki from next door is coming. Then i got to go home and eat. And then go down there. Uh, that's true. So. Yeah. Well, maybe. I'm probably going to catch like the last hour of it is probably what's going to happen. So we're going. Nikki and Will are going. With, and they're bringing Audrey because between five and seven you can have kids. Yeah. I saw that. That'll be cool. So. And then Deb and I are going. And so we'll see. John and Trang, I think, uh, RSVP'd for I it. I did see something of that. Yeah. Because I looked at who was going and it said you were going. And then Trang said. It said Trang yep. was going. So. So the other it's cool thing is, um, it's not just the pumpkin. So for every beer you get that's rogue, you get a pumpkin to carve. 
Um, but you get a the beers they have from Rogue are Pumpkin Patch Ale. That's their pumpkin yeah. beer they have each year. They're also having the Dead Guy Ale, which is their uh, Berliner Weiss, or not say, um, it's their pale. Right. And so then they have Dead Guy aged in whiskey a whiskey barrel. barrel. Aged. Yep. yep. And then they have their Hazelnut Brown, which Debbie loves. That so. is a fantastic mm-hmm. beer. Yeah. So kind of cool stuff. You can get some rogue beers. Remember, they are a marketing company, not a beer company. So <laughs> <laughs> every time we talk about rogue. It's a true. Marketing company. They they claimed it. They're a marketing company. They're not a really beer. good at marketing. Very good. Don't make beer, but they make they do great marketing. They got a couple couple good beers. No, I agree. I mean, I think they're fantastic, but I'm just quoting their own people. <laughs> so I mean, they told me. We'll keep using it. Why would they lie to me? Yeah, well, I, I, don't I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. So what are you drinking now, dude? An imperial pumpkin something. By Reuben Brews. And it is, uh, the taste on it is everything you would expect from that word, imperial. Do you taste any spice in it? Any, like, the cloves or any of that? You know, I don't taste the clove side of it. I, I definitely taste some spices, um, but I'm not I'm not tasting much of the clovey side. Uh, I'm getting more of, I don't even know what you call it. I'd, I'd call it like an all-spice type of spice taste in, in that front half. Um, and more of like, I think you said it earlier, a more of a squash-like taste versus pumpkin. So it's actually really, really good. Uh, but it, it, it's the, the taste is stronger than what the ABB states it is. Yeah, so this thing's interesting. Um, I picked this up at Market of Choice. Um, last year about this time, maybe a little after. And it is the, so 2017 Imperial Pumpkin Ale by Rubens Brew. And it is 8.7%, um, very slightly spiced. I, I mean, a little bit of pumpkin pie type spice, but like super, super subtle. But heavy gourd squash type taste. Yeah. Um, and then very malty. So very malt forward on it. Yeah, and I actually kind of like that. Yeah. So it's pretty good. And then obviously a little bit heavier than normal, so on the palate. But, yeah, it's interesting because a lot of the times you get some of the stuff that's super, super heavy with the spice. And, and super sweet. Right, and super sweet. Yeah, and this um, is, this does not have that sweetness to it, which is, is kind of refreshing. Yeah, dig it. For a so, pumpkin beer. It's good. Um I totally, when I cracked this thing, totally was thinking that, oh, crap, here we go. And cause <laughs> another, it, had, it has a color. It's orange. Another slice of pumpkin pie in a glass. But it wasn't. It's no, pretty good. So Nothing like that. Um, good. Well, decent little beer. Um, on that note, the Black Widow still, what would we call it? Incarcerated. <laughs> the Black Widow cologne. Incarcerated <laughs> within the fermenter. It's stuck. It, yeah, it's not, just not stuck in a brewer's term, but stuck as in we've got nowhere to go right now. Yeah, so so here's what I struggled with that bad boy. So I know in the last podcast I talked about dropping it in the bottles. Yeah, um, I didn't have my shit together this week, and I didn't go over and buy corn sugar. So I was like, 
It's not getting put in a bottle. Should have told me. I got tons of that stuff. Do you? Oh God, yeah. Oh, in geez. a nice little Tupperware drawer or or container to keep it all nice and dry. That would have been good because yeah. yeah. Sitting there hanging out going, God, I'd love to take this thing and put it in a bottle. Yeah, I've got it if you want it. Um, so the the next best thing is to drop it into the keg, but I've got no space in my fridge for the kegs. Right. We've got all the mar- Oktoberfest. we the margin in Oktoberfest. Yeah. Yep. So, so I'm in a holding pattern. So we need to drain the keg. And then I have room for the Black Widow into the keg. But I'm not sure that's the best idea either. Yeah, I hear a challenge coming. <laughs> yeah, because then we're going to have to have a freaking party after that to drain that keg. <laughs> exactly. What party can we have in November? Is there a party we can have in November? Yeah. What? Uh, Movember. Movember? Where the hell's Movember? Haven't you ever heard of No Shave November? Yeah, I've heard of that, but I'm shaving. Like, my yeah. whole body. I go exactly opposite. No, I don't need to hear that. And I just... No. I just lather myself but up. But see, that's a beauty. You can throw a <laughs> Movember party. Yeah, and I just lather myself nope. up and shave myself down. See, all you listeners out there, go to my <laughs> go to my Facebook feed, and I've got a post on there of this little kid sitting in the sink doing exactly what Jason's talking about. Dude, that's a, against the law. You can't have pictures of people doing that. Especially kids, dude. Hey, not me. It's not me. Some, somebody posted it to their little kid, and no. the caption is, leave your kid alone for .0001 seconds. Yeah, there you go. And this is what happens. No, I, don't, I can't have it in November. We got Thanksgiving, but that thing's not going to last that long. Turkey trot party. Turkey trot party. They give you the trots. <laughs> if you drink too much. <laughs> I was thinking about doing, and this will tie in in a few minutes, but I was thinking about doing an outdoor ski movie. We haven't done one of those oh, since yeah. the year. Yeah. It, it was 2015 when the Timbers won the championship. You could do a snow dance party. Yeah, we could do a snow oh, Yeah, we could. Have a DJ outside. Yeah. Electric light festival. Heck yeah. Snow dance party. Yeah. Drink that beer. Yeah, we could do that. But remember the last time we did that yeah, for Warren Miller? Yeah, there was people puking in the bushes. <laughs> yeah, we had the, started with pumpkin, or not the pumpkin, the hot uh, <laughs> cocoa yes. with the peppermint schnapps. Oh, Jesus. We ended up at Scotty's <laughs> and... <laughs> And Jägermeister and Goldschlager. And, and I watched the Timbers qualify for the championship laying in the fetal position. God, that oh. was a rough night. And man. Johnny, what did he say? Oh, I got food poisoning yeah, from food the poisoning. kids. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. walked home that night. Yeah, We Twice. both did. Twice. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, good times. But you know what? doesn't mean we can't have another night. <laughs> Does it, doesn't it be off the hinge, dude? No, it can't be. I physically can't I know. do off the hinge. That's why right you're now, the policeman. So. <laughs> you can police everything. Gary's the enforcer. <laughs> and well, we have Will next door, so you know he's in. Oh, yeah. Hey, so I found a ticket. So Extra I- shit show is what that's going to be. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's got less to walk, too, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah. All he's got to do is stumble next door. <laughs> Make it through the door, at least. Oh, Jesus. So I went over to, um, on a whim, over to Stout Tanks and Kettles Friday yes. night, or Friday day, and they had a 9.2-gallon stainless steel mash tun. Mash tun. And in their dent and ding pile. Normally <laughs> 490 bucks and change. Someone, yeah. And I got it for 170 Crazy price. So it's missing a couple valves, but it's got the false bottom and yeah, um, 
thermoport and on the whole thing. So it's a hell of a steal is what it was. Yeah, great deal. So grab that. So then I text him because he was being kind of salty about his uh, his mash tun. Yeah, he wants which, you to pass it on to the next brewer. Well, he does now, but the reason I went after this thing is the last few weeks, he's like, hey, when I saw him at the game, the last yeah. home game, he's like, when am I going to see that thing back? Remember, you're borrowing this. What the hell? Right, so I was like, oh, well, he's going to want it back. Well, so which is it, Tim? So I, so he's, turns out he's probably joking, right? But uh, I put me in this thing where I'm like, hey, there's this deal. I'll free this up and make sure he gets this thing back. Yeah. Text him. He's like, no, go ahead and give it to whoever you want. Pass it on to the new <laughs> next brewer. I've got the next brewer. Who? Andrew? Andrew. Is he going to brew? <sighs> give him that thing? Yeah, we'll get him into it. Already gave it away. Who'd you give it to? People. Nice. Under the stairs. It, <laughs> it's a secret. <laughs> no, uh, Will. So, oh, Will took it. Yeah, one well, next door. Good. Yeah, that's good. As like, hey, because you, you know Will's going to use the damn thing. Well, he's Andrew. He, you never know. He moved in what six months ago, and he still hasn't brewed a beer. He keeps telling me about what a badass brewery is, but well, you know, still unpacking. Yeah, and he's got a four-year-old, <laughs> five-year-old. I'll give him that. But still, so I went next door and I was like, hey, buddy, what do you, you have a mash tun? He's like, yeah, I got one. I'm like, oh, how big? He's like, ten gallon. Wow. I'm like, whoa. We're talking mash tun, not hats, right? And he's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so. Uh, <laughs> Poor bastard. He's like, well, it's kind of just this big 10-gallon bucket and it's insulated. And I'm like, dude. Have I got a deal for you? Have I got a deal for you? I'm says. like, you remember that thing that you hauled into your backyard and dumped the grain out into your flower bed? Nope. How would you like to go home with that? One more time. <laughs> and he's like, you mean really? I'm like, yeah. And so I showed him the new mash tun that I got. And yeah. I'm like, that one's yours, baby. And he's like hesitating. I'm like, no, trust really? me, it's yours. It's yours. One way or the other, it's yours. You can take it. Yeah. So Tesla was in the way. So I'm like, when the Tesla moves, we'll get it to you. I'll get it to you. <laughs> That's cool. I know where you live. So, so apparently Tiffany of Andrew and Tiffany. Tiffany of Andrew and Tiffany wants him to brew? Well, she's developed a taste for ghosts. Really? I, we did that to her. You know I that. know. Yeah. So, get Andrew to brew some ghosts? Yeah. There you go. We talked about this, I think, on a podcast that yeah. we need someone to do some sours and ghosts. Well, the beauty of it is, is he's got two of those two and a half gallon Mr. Beer things yeah. that he could get started on ghosts in. Yeah, all he's got to do is, I'm betting if you go to MrBeer.com, you can find a ghost type uh, recipe. Yeah, I'd, I'd be willing to bet some pretty Very basic thing, brew that. it, see how you do. Yeah. I mean, all you need is a little bit of salt water. Yeah. That's what it, that's what it that's, is. That's exactly what it is, so, yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a salty good. beer. Well, I do think we need to do that. So what we should do to get them started is, much like we did. Order them a kit. Order them a kit. And go brew together. Yeah. Like, get some yeah. beers and go over and brew together. Yeah. And not have him brew at our place. Let's brew at his place. At his place so he knows how it all right. sets up over there. How but his gonna, layout's going to be. Yeah. He's yeah. going to need some plastic bottles and some of that stuff so he can get I going. I got plenty of those. Yeah. So, I mean, I think if we get him set up that way, then and he has some success. Then he's off and running. Then we're running, yeah. He's just ordering mm-hmm. kits. Yep. 
my problem with Andrew is that he's very frugal. Yeah, he's frugal, but if you get him, if you take him from the kits to all grain as fast as possible, right? Then that frugalness kicks in, right? Because all grain's way cheaper. Way cheaper, yeah, especially if you're buying way bulk cheaper. all grain. Yeah. And then if we can get him to buy all grain and we all three go into a, like a grain silo. And we, like, just buy grain to fill a grain cell. Oh, cell-up. Jesus. Now you're getting crazy. <laughs> no. So, um, that's cool. That's good. I'm glad. We need to actually set that up. So we should actually price that out for them. Yeah. I wonder if Mr. Beer's got that kit. We can take a look. Yeah. Won't, won't take be, much research. It'd be kind of fun. So, so uh, on the Black Widow note, we started the uh, podcast uh, sampling the 2018 Black Widow from McCain. I picked that bad boy up on Friday, October 12th, the release day of Black Widow to all the pubs, plus the cans and the bottles. Yeah. Debbie and I went and had a couple pints. Should have had one. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so it was uh, very, very good. Um, but it was also our anniversary night, so we Whoops. really needed just one because we had a couple bottles of wine and all that. So. Oh, boy. Yeah. So... Good beer, digging it. But I came up with this idea. I have a bot. I have a can of 2017 left. I ha- bought a four pack of the 2018, so I've got a can of that reserved. Yeah, and then one reserved for next year. Um, and then I have my Black Widow coming on board. So I think we're gonna do a vertical tasting of that bad boy. Yeah, yeah. You you talked about that earlier. Yeah. So, but yeah. with that, I think uh, then what we do is. I'm going to barrel age some Black Widow. And the only reason I say that is we got a shout out for McMenamins. Yeah. uh, On right after we posted last week's podcast. And they were saying, hey, sorry about the crappy service and the small samples. Sure. That you had. Um, We'll make up for it. But moreover, um, good luck on your beer. We look forward to tasting it. So, and then more, what else they said is, come check us out on Halloween. We have a barrel-aged Black Widow for oh, your tasting. Oh, there you go. So, there I knew they had go. it. So, we'll have to figure out where that's at. I think it's at the Edgefield, I believe, is where I saw it. I'm not driving out to the Edgefield on Halloween, but it's good to know that it's sitting out there. Yeah. Yeah. So, kind of fun. That's cool. But... Um, let's see what else you got, buddy. Mm, I got nothing. Did I tell you about my mash tun? <laughs> Multiple times. <laughs> Did I tell you the good deal I got on it? Oh, yes. Very good deal. So the only deal Absolute that I'm missing steel. is a uh, spar jarm, dude. I need a spar jarm. Christmas. Yeah, okay, Debbie. So I was pricing the damn thing online last night. I'm like, hey, 80 bucks for the spar jar. It's okay. a 10-inch piece of steel. You want me to move up your timeline for me for, from, from Christmas for you? Yeah, Veterans Day? No, no. The Great Pumpkin Charlie Brown. Uh, that's not going to work. <laughs> <laughs> Linus thinks it works. Yeah, he thinks it works. The work. Great Pumpkin <laughs> rises up from He's the... He's not married to my wife, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Linus is married to, like... Not Lucy. Who's the little blonde chick? Yeah, that's Charlie Brown's little sister. Yeah, how come we don't know her name? I don't know. Alice? Nope. Betty? Nope. Susie? Nope. That actually might be it, dude. It's not Susie. Susie. Hey, Susie. Not Susie. How you doing, Susie? It is not Susie. <laughs> My name is Linus. 
<laughs> Want to see what's under my blanket? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> no. I don't want to see what's under your blanket, buddy. No. So, uh, Warren Miller, uh, anniversary night. The world premiere of Warren Miller was in Portland, Oregon. And I hear it was fantastic. Freaking epic. Epic, yeah. epic, epic. So and, we're s- and I missed it. So we're sitting at dinner. Um, I cook this nice dinner for my wife every year for anniversary. Yeah. She's nice because she's like, hey, all I really want to want is I want you to cook your steak that you make and... Um, we'll have a bottle of Syrah from the winery we belong to and just chill. So we're sitting there. And she's like, hey, what do you think about going to Warren Miller tonight? I'm like, didn't you have to have advanced tickets for that? I'm like, is Warren Miller tonight? And she's like, yeah. And she's like, well, I'm looking and there's a few extra tickets that opened oh, up. Shit. And I'm like, oh, we're in. So I'm like, how do we want to get down there? We started with Black Widow. We've had a <laughs> bottle of Syrah. <laughs> Uber. And so we used Uber to run down. It was like 30 bucks to get down to the schnitz. And um, get down there. It's a shit show. Um, 7.30 p.m., I think, uh, movie time. The billboard and the marquee are all lit up. It's a beautiful image. And there's ski stuff outside and in the alleyway next to the schnitz. And then you go in the lobby and it's all the skied out stuff. Yeah. Um, and then the movie starts. And Johnny Mosley's up on stage doing his thing, which was kind of cool. That's sweet. And talking about prizes and all this stuff. And so those that don't know, Johnny Mosley narrates the thing now. Warren passed away in January this year. And so uh, so the movie comes on and they do a halftime of the movie. And at the intermission, they stand up and do a raffle. Oh. So... As the movie is beginning, prior to the intermission, obviously, uh, I'm like, oh shit, I didn't fill out my raffle ticket. And you got to fill out this like one page thing. And then Debbie hadn't filled out hers. So right. I ran out to the lobby. Movie kicks on. So I missed like five minutes of the movie. I'm filling out the raffle out in the lobby. Nobody's out there. Everybody's in the movie theater except for Johnny Mosley. Nice. Not Kurt, who I thought it was, but it was Johnny Mosley. Johnny so Mosley. Comes up, is getting a beer in line, and he looks at me, he's like, what's up, brother? How come you enjoying the movie? And I'm like, well, I'm missing it, but I'm filling out this damn thing you're reminding me of. So, And I'm like, but you know what? I'm stoked to be here. We didn't think we were going to get tickets. It's my 22nd wedding anniversary. And he's like, yeah! And he high-fives me. I'm like, nice, dude. I just high-fived an Olympic <laughs> champion. <laughs> so... Actually, at that time, I didn't think it was the Olympic champion. I thought it was like... You thought it was uh, Kurt Warner. Yeah, I thought it was Kurt. But Yeah, so a little investigative reporting by myself proved it was Johnny. Cool. So movie's done with, or actually halftime of the movie hits, the intermission. Yeah. And they bring out the Rap. entire cast. Oh, wow. Everybody that skied that year. Everybody in that movie. Everybody in that movie out on the stage, and they drew the raffles. So That's pretty sweet. Yeah, pretty cool. So everybody's there, big deal, spotlights, the whole thing. So pretty awesome event. Pretty cool that it was in Portland. Pretty cool that we random did it. So about hour and ten minutes into the movie, I look over at Debbie. It's approaching ten o'clock. <laughs> her, her witching hour. Yeah, her witching hour. Well, it passed about ten minutes prior because she is snoozing. What? <laughs> 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 
she's gonna kill you. <laughs> yeah, well, she was out, dude. <laughs> so I finished her session beer and my session beer. <laughs> yeah, boy. Like, well, she's not drinking it. I'll do it. So I tap her and I'm like, honey, I don't think we're gonna make it through. And the guy next to you is getting kind of pissed. So he's tired of hearing. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> wrestling with a grizzly bear so we get up she's like well we can stay and i'm like dude that guy's way bigger than i am and i've had some session beers baby oh boy so we got up and left caught uber home got home got her in bed and that was a night but huh yeah outstanding movie from what i saw of it it was very very good well done um i think the thing that i like about the early ones is they really focused on the kind of the smaller, not crazy mountain stuff. Yeah. And I feel like Warren Miller's kind of chasing uh, Teton and some of these other ones and going big mountain, hardcore, what's the craziest shit that you can ski. Yep. And so they kind of jumped that way. And and that kind of happened in the the last few years. Yeah. Uh, They started chasing almost this mythic-like god-like skiing that the average Joe could never identify with. Yeah, it's tough, right? Because they went to Chile, which Warren went to Chile um, in the 80s, and they talked about this, and and he gave the resort a lot of notoriety, yes. and there's some great skiing, but there was like two or three different episodes about Alaska heliski- or uh, segments about Alaska heliskiing, uh, BC hella skiing and a hella skiing out of like Chile. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, yeah, I mean, that's great. But how many people really hella ski? I would love to hella ski. It takes a lot of money. A lot of money and a lot of time. Yes. Yeah. So I'd much rather like see something that focuses on some of the badass things of like the local ski resorts. Yeah. Um, the stuff that we haven't seen. I mean, there were some major sponsors like Hoodoo and, and how many of those places exist in Utah and Washington and all that place yeah. that are kind of unknown that are pretty badass. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So I'd love to see some of that. But Colorado I, is notorious for having a place called A-Basin. Yes. Tiny little place, but the vert is insane. Yeah. Absolutely insane. Some of the hardest stuff you could ski is at a basin, but it's this tiny little place. Yeah, so I mean that'd be a great tweak to see them go after, and I'm sure, again, I'm sure they're chasing the big mountain stuff for a reason. But I think it'd be cool, like one year, maybe like the 75th year or something like that, chase some of the stuff that he did early on, which is some of these small resorts, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. and showcase them because I bet. There's some badass stuff going on. So. Exactly. But I'm sure there's sponsorship money and all that stuff from these oh, big yeah. resorts, too. So, Anyways, all right, well, let's take a very quick break. We'll uh, come back to our final segment for a little bit of Halloween talk, and let's try your beer and uh, see how it shakes as we discuss a Halloween topic Ooh. with this chilling music. All right, we're back with a little bit of Flatliner. Flatliner Oktoberfest beer. This is Gary's Marzen. It was a little Oktoberfest beer that he had. 
And um, <laughs> we lost the music, dude. No, it's there. I was like, it just it, went flatline on us. It flatlined. <laughs> Jesus. It's flatline beer, flatline this, flatline that. So this is the same recipe that you did last year. <clears throat> yeah, except all grain. All grain and in the um, new brewing system. Okay. Oh. Oh, because the margin last year was... Margin last year was a partial mash. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Well, excellent beer. So, yeah, a little flat still. Not sure. Yeah, I'm not sure when'd how to fix car- When did you carve it? Well, I know what you Two do. weeks ago. Huh. And it was at room temperature for those full two weeks. Oh, was it? Yep. I wonder if you... And now I just put it in the wine fridge at roughly 55 degrees, and it'll sit there for a week. We'll see if that does anything to it. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, how much corn sugar did you put in? Uh, the allotted amount, which was... One and a half. One and a half, yeah, yeah teaspoons. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. Weird. My, well, my, I think it's good. I mean, it's my flavorful. beers are notorious for not carbonating correctly. Well, the cap wasn't anything to do with it this time. <laughs> no. So the cap was freaking iron fisted on. That cap was baby on there. It was on there good. Hmm. Well, the good thing about the undercarb on it is you, the flavor on it is very delightful. It really so. does come out, doesn't it? Yeah, good grain taste. I really so. like the back end of it. Yeah, I like the back end of it too. <laughs> Let me stick it in and give it a swirl. Hold on. Stop <laughs> it right there. Um, no, it, I mean, the grain really comes out, and then it just mellows off and kind of trails. Yeah. Caramelly notes. Interesting. Good. Well, this should be a good Oktoberfest. I'm going to fire it up because I think we have two very good beers. Yeah. Same recipes, different yeast. Different yeast strains. Different carb profiles. <laughs> so. Different brewing cycles. Different brewing cycles, <laughs> yes. So, yeah, it should it's be like a I was time. telling Kristen... Um, there's no way in hell I could replicate this beer. No, not at all. There's no way. But that's a bitching thing about brewing in some ways. It's um, like... Yeah, because the my ETC went out two or three different times, right. gave it funky spikes in temperature. Uh, I didn't get it bottled in the time frame I wanted to because yeah. I wasn't at home. Yeah, all sorts of shit that I just couldn't duplicate if I had to. But I love that about brewing, right? So it's one thing to be consistent. We know what it takes to be consistent. Exactly. But yeah. we also live lives where we're not brewers and stuck watching ETC units. Well, so. and I, I think it's kind of awesome, though, too, that that you can have that much variation and still end up with this. Yeah, it's a good beer. So, And you know what? I guarantee there's... 20 30 people going to be pounding that thing away so more than likely yep. yeah so we'll be we'll be on on point and good so all right well on that halloween note um it's going to be interesting what that brings out flavor wise in the chicken oh and the some of the pretzels yeah and all that. and the broth yeah oh yeah you want to taste a broth nope nope <laughs> uh, <laughs> damn it <laughs> I thought I was going to get lucky nope Mm, not going to get lucky. So uh, Halloween. Halloween. Ever seen the Invisible Man movie? The one from the 50s? Oh, yeah. That was pretty good. Yeah, it's not bad. Which right? got the rap? Yeah, he's I got the rap and the end does it and he's got just the freaking cigarette sitting there. Yeah. Yeah, I've been watching those oldies. <laughs> so starting October 1st, I start watching horror movies. Oh, my God. Almost every day. So <clears> you've <throat> got like 
14 days worth of... Yeah, my solid craziness. Yeah, things are kind of wonky in that I've got a couple weird things with Debbie. She wanted to watch a couple movies with me. Yeah. Or Cam. And so Cam's good for like some light or older horror, but like some of the like crazy stuff I used to watch, he's Forget not ready for. It. Yeah. So, and then Debbie definitely wants nothing to do with that. So, <laughs> so we watched Hocus Pocus. We watched Halloween Town. We watched some of this like Disney. Yeah, the light stuff. Yeah, stuff. Which is okay. Um, but I mean, having to watch my horror movies, I watched Bram Stoker's uh, Francis Ford Coppola's version of it last night. Yeah. Um, fantastic, dude. Great that movie. That is a good movie, isn't it? So good. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Um, Keanu Reeves plays such a good part in it. and So So you know what I watched last night? What'd you watch? The Legend of Sleepy Hollow. Oh, I love that movie. Yeah. yeah. With Johnny Depp. Yeah, yeah. Johnny Depp. Yeah. Yeah. I, that's a great yeah, movie. Yeah. What's funny is I like the cartoon version, too, but I can never find it anymore. I own it. Really? Yeah. We may have to pull one off, dude. I freaking love No, you're going to pull one off by yourself. Do you, uh, <laughs> do you uh, know what precedes that movie? No. Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. Is it really? Yeah. yeah. So it's a two-disc deal. It's Mr. Toad's, and then it goes into Ichabod Crane's. That one is. I grew up on that one, oh, so it, I love it is, it. I love that one. Yeah, it's fantastic. That's a yeah. great movie, especially when you get the frogs croaking. Oh yeah, dude, I love that movie. So, yeah. um, so I was watching Abbott and Costello's Meet the Monsters, and I have Abbott and Costello Meet the Invisible Man as well. Yeah, and so I've seen the Invisible Man. I've seen Abbott and Costello Meet the Invisible Man, which is cool. Um, and then it got me to thinking, if you were invisible for 24 hours what would you do and more specifically what would you do what one thing would you do that you can't do visible that's a good question I know that's what I was thinking I was sitting there watching this and I'm like if I was invisible for 24 hours what in the hell would I do because I'm not sure I would go rob a bank or anything like that but what would I do because that's some crazy stuff right there that is a good question. I know. That's a decent question, right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know that I'd go rob a bank or anything either. It it definitely involve gaining knowledge on something. <laughs> what kind of You only got 24 hours, dude, and then it wears off. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But well, but you can gain a lot of knowledge in 24 hours. You can, but we don't have a lot of shit around um, us like I I'm thinking like going to the Pentagon and hanging out. Yeah. But that's that takes a while to get there. Either, either the pen, well, you go before you turn invisible. Oh, there you go. See, so you hold the test tube of like special serum, yeah, in your jacket and, and until then... literally like thirty seconds before you walk through the door, yeah, and then bam, then you got a full twenty-four hours. Would you go? Where would you go to the Pentagon or where would you go? You know, I don't know on that one. Um, would you go hang out with Trump? You know, it, it's here's the really funny thing is. Is knowing that that question has now been asked and knowing my mindset and mentality, I would probably go the opposite route of this whole thing of what everybody's thinking. You would go to a titty bar. (laughs) (laughs) A whorehouse and just surprise everybody. No. Um, Hello. Talk about the first thing that pops up. Want to see my tinky winky? No, it's Hello. invisible. Um, I'm thinking I would go the other way and 
try and you gain... You go the other way? Shush it. Uh, gain information on uh, terrorist activity. Oh, really? You've got 24 hours. Yep. And you're going to go gain information on terrorist information. I'm thinking so. Really? Yeah. Hell, I might even do some executions right there. <laughs> God damn it. They can't see me. Yes. I kind of knew this is where we were going. <laughs> Here I'm thinking like titty bars and whorehouses. Believe me, that's and, where my thirst, my, my first train of thought went that way. It really did. And but, the next uh, thing I know, Gary's like John Rambo. But then I started thinking, well, why don't I put this to good use? <laughs> wow. That's, that's pretty crazy stuff. Why not? Yeah, I mean, I just I think it's an interesting question, an interesting thing to think about because I guess the nature of the question lies: uh, why does it take you to be invisible to do any of that stuff? Why not chase dreams? Right, the symbolism, sure. the irony. Sure. And does being invisible really you enable you to be able to do certain things? And certainly, it would, like sneaking behind enemy lines and like yeah. gaining information. Yeah. Um. But but any other stuff, it, it it's more of your perception of how somebody's going to perceive you, right? Right. Totally. So if you can overcome your perceptions of what you think somebody's going to think of you, which ninety five percent of the times are inaccurate anyway, because you can't think of what somebody else is going to think about you, right? Then why not go do it? No, I totally agree. So I think um, where I was going with this idea is I'm like <laughs> some sort of charitable thing. Oh, sure. That's cool, too. Right? Yeah. So, and then being able to sit back and watch the reaction of people's, right? So, like, maybe I go to people's houses, which is kind of freaky and as I'm saying it, but <laughs> I go to people that are just not, they don't have a lot of money, right? And so yeah. I cook a nice meal for these people like just cereal meals over and over and, and over again and it's ready to go for and it's ready to go and i'm just sitting on the couch and watching them enjoy and like wonder where this come from and they call 911 because some freak boy <laughs> like, no no you're invisible yeah you're i know but they're thinking who the fuck cooked me this meal, cooked me this meal? can i eat it is it poison right. why were, how'd they get in my house right yeah. and so maybe it's yeah. not cooking the meal maybe it's like like delivering something so that they have a meal right or something like that i don't know to me that's one of those things that i we donate a lot of money and so we're fortunate enough to be able to do that yeah but i oftentimes wonder especially at christmas with like the giving trees there's a lot of trust of like i'm donating this money and i hope it's going making somewhere. sure it's going where it needs right. to go and so yeah. because yeah, yeah. it deepened my heart is i'm like hopeful that it's doing that um, but it may not. But be. you should know. You don't know. Yeah, is it yeah. lining some guy's pockets that doesn't need the money? Right. Yep. So, so I don't yeah. know. Interesting, but um, definitely an interesting question. So we'd love to hear from the listeners as it relates to that. Um, because again, if you were the invisible man, what or invisible woman? I guess right. Yeah. Right. So. Uh, what would you do? What one thing would you do that you can't do visible? See, the caveat that though is the twenty-four hour thing. Yeah, twenty-four hours. That's Be the key. Because the twenty-four hours really compresses that. It, it, if you had your lifetime where you could be invisible, 
that totally changes. Would you want to be invisible for your whole lifetime, though? Probably not. No, that would suck no, ass. Because nobody would ever see you. Right. I'd have sprinkled flour on myself, and then people would see. <laughs> Aim for the wet spot. And they're like, hey, Casper. <laughs> How come you have one eye? <laughs> Knew that's where that was going. Damn you, Gary. Yep. Knew that's where that was going. Not yeah. playing the game. Are you ready for a Frankenbeer? No. I'm going to try this. I'm going to mix the Imperial Pumpkin with a little bit of this. Oh, with the uh, with the Flatliner? Yeah. Wow, you're brave. Why? That could cause a reaction. No, I think it's going to cause a reaction. I think it it's going to cause a good reaction. Did you see that shit? It foamed up. Yeah, it gave me a head. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that what they call it? Uh, the Headless Horseman. Hmm. Probably mellowed that thing right out. Well, yeah. That's what happens when you get head. <laughs> Jesus. Here. Oh, boy. Take a poll on that. Nope. <laughs> not not on that, dude. Dude. Yeah, yeah it mellowed it, it down. It huh? definitely mellowed that thing out. Yeah, that's not bad. So. Um. Yeah, there's still that back end. That back end's wicked, though. <laughs> <laughs> Holy, I think it intensified the back end. Yeah, totally. What the hell? Yeah. All right, buddy. Well, that's all I got planned for this podcast. Uh, we have covered quite a bit of ground today. We have. So I guess next week uh, we will be just post the Oktoberfest and just post the Timbers game. <laughs> oh, shit. So we're going to have a shit ton to talk oh, about. Oh, boy. Yeah. Yeah. And I think even if all hell goes like if it all goes badly Friday night and it will um, then it gives me Saturday to recover which is the purpose of this thing yes and we rebound Sunday <laughs> I so. think somebody asked me about that they're like well why are you doing it on Friday night I'm like well recovery time duh duh dude did you not learn anything from the last one yeah I'm moderating though you get you got me inspired to moderate but moreover Tim and I are doing this P90X challenge so yeah, yeah. theoretically Tim P- has done it a week straight. I've done it truly seven days. P90X is an ass kicker. Yeah, no shit, dude. So I'm on day seven of it, and so and I, I fully intend Saturday waking up after the party and doing some P90X. So, <laughs> And Whoa. the Saturday workout is a ball buster, dude. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like t- Sunday, not that's, so much. That's insane. Sunday was a nice stretching routine, yeah. like some like uh, core exercises. Yep. Saturday was Saturday's ridiculous. a ball buster. So, yeah. yeah, we'll have to see how that goes. Well, good luck with that. Yeah, well, I'm <laughs> kicking Tim's ass like I always do. So, you're going down, buddy. P90X, day seven, going on day eight tomorrow, Nichols. Here I am. And that's a 90-day program, right? Uh, yeah. Okay, I'll go with that. I'm just doing it because no, Tim's I'm just, doing it. I'm guessing. Yeah, I don't know. I think the P90X P90 is a 90-day program. But, Probably. Um, yeah, I know there's a lot of CDs and like there's a repeat. Like for three weeks, I'm doing the same rotation. Yeah. And then... And then they bump it. And they bump it, yeah. Yep. So, and I think there's they indoctrinate some Pilates and some other stuff into it later. Oh, Pilates. <clears throat> but I can tell you, I mean, I'm going to be in good shape. I pull this bad boy out, but... Ski season will be good. Soccer season next year is going to be good because I'm not I'm not well. I figure ninety days from now, yeah, that'll put me in January. Yeah, 
perfect primetime ski season. Yeah, and I'm going to take on Conor McGregor and punch him in the throat. <laughs> Good luck with that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking you out, McGregor. You, me, in the ring. <laughs> you're going to need you're going to need a lot of flatliner to pull that off with nickels. You ever see midget wrestling? The tag team wrestling midgets? Oh boy. Have you never seen this? I'm not even going there. Why? Because Nichols isn't a midget. Neither are you. I'm a midget, dude. No. Yeah. No. I'm five foot four. <laughs> yeah, to right. all those listening in Radio Land. Five foot four, my ass. <laughs> 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 uh, all right. Yeah. Tim Beers. Tim Beers. things in life are found off the beaten path. I had some men in my ski school class in Stone Valley, Idaho, and they volunteered to loan me a camera and a bell and hell, hand wine, no electricity, no problems. I taught them about freedom by learning how to turn a pair of skis. And they reciprocated by, you know, they just jump-started what I wanted to do with my life. lives by showing people that there's another way to live their life. I hope I've changed yours. (laughs) 